Alright, so this is a series called Tools for Victory. You need victory in your life. At work, at home. I mean, you need a, a victory. You need to win and not lose. You need to be on the, on the top and not on the bottom. I, I, I believe it's God's will that we be victorious and not a victim. Ang nais ng Dios is that you're going to win and not lose. So we need a victory. You know what it means to win? Panalo! Everybody just say panalo! You know? We, 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 need to, we need to be in the mindset of winning. And I, if you missed last week's message, you should get it on the internet or on the CD because it's the basis of this whole series. Ito yung kabasihana. That you were made for victory. And the good news is you are already victorious. Whether you feel like it or not. Dahil kay Jesus, dahil sa ginawa niya para sa iyo, He's already secured a victory for you. In, in Spiritually speaking, you cannot lose. It's not 50-50, try harder. You, know, you have already been permanently assigned on the winning team. And you are a champion Wait, just waiting to experience more of that victory. And so this series is about tools for victory. Para, para maranasan natin na, na mahige yung victory. What good is a victory if there's no trophy? You know, you could say, you know, on paper, I was the winner of this tournament. But the trophy is what gives us the pleasure, the reminders. It's receiving that as a, an experience. And so I want to give you some tools Para lalo, la, lalo na ma, ma, mararanasan ang victory. And one of the tools, the first one that I want to share with you today is confidence. Okay, confidence is a tool for victory. If you have confidence, what is confidence? Nakakita ka ng tao na may confidence? What, 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 is, what, what do they look like? How do they act like? Uh, how do they talk? Anong dating, you know? Anong pag-carry niyang sarili niya? You see Jim Carrey, you know, the way he walks. You know. uh, here, here's just a short definition of confidence. The, the ability to rely on someone or something. It's the assurance, it's courage, and certainty. Kumbaga, you look good and you know it. <laughs> and, and, and remember that phrase, because you look good, and you know it. And I'm not talking about pride, yabang. I'm talking about na alam mo yung identity mo, kung sino ka. You know where you belong. Confidence is that 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 status where di ka nahihiya. Pag uwi ka sa inyo sa bahay niyo, you're confident. Bakit? Inyo yun eh. Territory mo, zone mo yan. Pagpasok ka sa bahay ng mayaman, ay di mo kilala, alanganin. Di mo alam kung uh, saan ka pupunta. And there's a lack of confidence. Confidence actually breeds that victory. Natandaan ko nung sumali ako sa basketball tournament, nung junior high school ako, kami sa basketball team namin, maliit na school kasi namin, and all of our t-shirts were were the same. Pero yun lang. Kanyang-kanyang kulay ng shorts, yung socks, yung iba dress socks, tapos rubber shoes. 
And then, ang kalaban namin nung natandaan ko, the time when I totally decided to give up basketball for good. Kasi yung kalaban namin, military school. Nung dumating sila sa court, may formation pa. Hindi pa nagsistart yung game. May mga, ano, para silang, ano eh, jogging, na, tapos isang line and all left, 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 right. Tapos may formation, ganun sila. And then, it was so intimidating. Mukhang uh, well-trained sila, matataas sila, may kasamang sabay-sabay na sigaw. And we were, we were paralyzed with fear. And I was, at that time, about zero percent confidence. Alam mo yung ibig sabihin? Sila, punong-puno ng confidence. Itsura pa lang, yung kanilang pagpasok sa court pa lang, overflowing with confidence. And that confidence was a tool for their victory. Did I say we lost? Big time. And I was even fouled out of the game in the first two minutes. So I gave up basketball and I really lost my confidence. But confidence can be your advantage. Kung ikaw may confidence. Alam mo yung mga sa boxers, di ba? Minsan, ano sila? Pagpasok sa ring, may, may, sila, you know? And it's just like, they're manifesting their confidence. And somehow, that gives an advantage. Kaysa yung boxer na you know, you know. Ah. So it, it really can give you a strategic advantage in your spiritual life. Because you have an enemy, right? He's the devil. And the Bible says if you will resist the devil, he will flee. You flee. You, 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 you're standing your ground, resisting that. You, you're not running away, shaking. You're, you're resisting and he is recognizing that you are a man of God, a woman of confidence. You know whose team you're on. Yeah? You know your, your, your belief. Confidence is your advantage. It's a tool for victory. Everybody say confidence. Now sometimes, I call one of my staff or any member of the church and then, dumating sa kanila yung, yung message na, kakausapan ka ni pastor, ha? Punta ka sa office. Ay, nako. Madalas na iba ang response. Parang kinakabaan at may kasabay na, nako, lakot. Kakausapan ako ni pastor. Bakit? Anong ginawa ko? May, may, usually, ganun ang, ang mga sinabi. Anong ginawa ko this time? And, you know, honestly, if you want to know my heart about it, I, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that if you have that feeling. I, I, don't want, I, because I don't want you to have that feeling. I don't want you to be afraid. I don't want you to be, you know, kinakabaan um, uh, or uh, worried. Because, ang dating sa akin, kapag hindi ka confident na magpakita sa akin or kausapin na it, ang, ang dating sa akin is number one you don't trust my love for you and you're you're doubtful about my best intentions for you okay now just, just stay with me 
What if God wanted to talk to you tomorrow? Nagpadala siya ng message na, kakusapan kita bukas, report to my office. And I'm gonna meet with God. God wants to talk to me tomorrow. Kumusta ang tulog mo mamaya? You know, how, how, how would you feel? Will you feel confident? Would you feel a bit, you know, would you be questioning, what did I do lately? Oh no. Malinis ba ako? Lagot. Kakausapan ako ni God. Anong sasabihin ko kapag nagtatanong siya tungkol sa... And the, the, the lack of confidence spiritually to our relationship with God, the lack of confidence really speaks something. It, 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 it tells that maybe we don't really fully trust that God loves us. May duda. That God is not fully on my side. That God is... He, he, he doesn't want what's best for me. And you know, God doesn't want you to be ashamed. What's the opposite of, of confidence? Shame. Philippine culture, we'll do anything to avoid shame. Right? Because that's like the worst. And but God doesn't want you to wear an atmosphere and an attitude of shame. In the in the Garden of Eden, yenang nangyari. When they sinned, what happened? They realized they're naked. Biglang tumawag si God, Adam, where are you? Nako, lagot, tago. There was shame, there was fear. And unfortunately, na hindi naman sana, hindi kailangan, but unfortunately, ganun pa rin ang mga ibang Kristiyano ngayon. Still, there's that shame and fear and a guilty conscience towards God. And I'm here to tell you today, you don't have to have a guilty conscience toward God. You can turn that into confidence and not guilty conscience. And so, number one, just the, the well, before that, look at this Second Timothy chapter 1. It says right here in verse 7, read it with me. God didn't give us a spirit that is timid, but one that is powerful, loving, and self-controlled. And Satan wants you to act shy. That's the word timid. Satan wants you to act weak, inferior, and have a low self-esteem. That's the posture that Satan wants to see you at work. Pagpasok ka sa work, Satan wants you to feel the weakest employee. Sa, sa, sa inyo, sa barangay, Satan wants you to feel inferior to your neighbors. Satan wants you to have a low self-esteem and to have a shy personality na hindi mo kayang itayo ng, ng matuwid. Hindi mo kayang makipag-handshake at eye-to-eye contact with, with that confidence. The way you carry yourself in social 
environments. Satan doesn't want you to be a confident person. He wants you to be a weak, shaky, shy, quiet, and live a life in the hiding, not getting too close to people, not venturing out of your comfort zone, because you might not make it. You're not confident there. Stay in your barangay. Stay in your comfort zone. Stay poor. Stay unknown. Stay uninfluential. Satan wants to limit your life, but God wants to give you a tool for victory. There was this uh, about a guilty conscience. And number one, just write that there, a guilty conscience will destroy confidence. Guilty. Pag ang konsensya mo, parang daladala mo ang guilt, it will ruin your confidence. There was one British um, guy, he, he was just playing a, just a joke, joke lang. Sumulat siya ng note na pareho-pareho sa, sa scratch paper at, at napas siya sa mga noblemen, sa mga parang politicians nila doon na matataas ang mga status, matataas pa ang repu- reputation nila. And he was just playing a practical joke sa kanila. Sumulat siya ng note na anonymous. Twelve of them. Hindi alam na mga iba na akala nila sila ang nakatanggap ng note. And he wrote on the note and then passed it to them in their uh, table. Everything you've done, we already know about it. Alam na namin kung ano yung nagawa mo. Lagot ka. And just a joke. Wala namang specific. Ganun lang. And out of the twelve, within the week, eight of the twelve left the country. <laughs> it was just a joke. Pero siguro may ano sila. May talagang, may talagang ginawa. And I tell you the Satan can steal things from your life. He can steal opportunities and, and your status and your, 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 your sanity. He can do a lot of tricks and ruin your life if he can just steal your confidence by letting you, making you live a life carrying some guilt that's not resolved. You know what I mean by unresolved guilt? We are all sin. We have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. If you're a Christian, Jesus fixed that. He has already forgiven that. The problem is, if you haven't forgiven yourself, you could have care, you might be carrying some unresolved guilt issues. And when that happens, pag dala-dala mo ng unresolved guilt, syempre, hindi, hindi ka nagsasabi, I feel guilty today. Hindi. Ang ginagawa mo is tinatago mo, kinacompensate mo with a, a, a pride attitude or probably the most common is living a, a secretive lifestyle. Hello? Anybody there? Living a life where, you know, this part is, is just kept hidden. Because you still feel guilty about some things, and so you just live part of your life in the dark, 
because you don't want to be exposed. Because you carry the guilt. And from that position of weakness, you carry a guilty conscience, you're in a position of weakness, and Satan is limiting your experience of victory. And this is a tool for victory, confidence. So confidence ay nadadamay sa guilty conscience. But I want you to read with me over here at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 2. And um, hold on, kasi are you, are you with me at the back? Can you hear me? Are you connected to me at the back? Napakahalaga ang background ng scripture nito. Hebrews 10, verse 2 is... Comparing the old system sa Old Testament, yung system na mga nagaalay na sila ng mga hayop, di ba? mga kambing and, and sheep, and that system of giving sacrifices and performing religious rituals and showing up at the temple and, and going through a priest to get right with God, all of that system is being compared to a new and better way. That's our way today through Jesus to forgive our sins once and for all. And listen to what it says right here. Hebrews 10 verse 2. If they could have provided perfect cleansing. Somebody say perfect cleansing. Okay, which is Jesus' way. Kung sana yung old could have done perfect cleansing. Here's what it says. The sacrifices would have stopped. Marami Christiano ngayon who have not stopped sacrificing. Still trying to pay God back. Still trying to do more work, try harder, do better, and, and think that your sacrificing will remove your sins. But he says here the Jesus way, sacrifices would have stopped. Stop that. Okay, for the worshipers, listen, would have been purified once for all time. Underline that. Once for all time. Does it say once a year? Did it say once for the past? No, once for all time. And their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. And this is the would have, should have, could be for us today. Sacrificing, trying to pay God back, trying to do more and give more and serve. That stops. Jesus paid the price already. Sapat ang kanyang sacrifice. And you know, the feelings of guilt should have disappeared in your heart. You should not be guilty about your sins last year last month, last night, or this morning. You should not carry a guilty conscience. Because if you do, it will affect your confidence. You might have a personality that you can overcome that and fake it and show that you're somebody, but that's a false confidence based on something other than confidence in Christ. So, mga kapatid, listen to this. We have past failures, present weaknesses, and future insecurities. Just like Moses. Moses was one of the Bible examples of a, of a man 
not very confident. God called Moses, you will be my leader. You'll be the leader of these people. Sabi ni Moses, choose somebody else. Hindi ako magaling magsalita. And then choose somebody else. Lord, please, not me. And later, Moses was even the one to give the Ten Commandments. Tandaan mo, murderer si Moses. He killed somebody. And ngayon, malakas ang loob niya magbigay ng thou shalt not kill. How could you have the confidence na magbigay ng utos na di mo ginagawa? Moses was not a confident fellow. He had past ghosts sa buhay niya. Meron siya mga tinatago. In record niya, he's not proud of it. Just like maybe some of us today have things in our past. Maybe a, a marriage that broke. You know, some sin that was really shameful. You know, we all have things in our past that if, if you don't resolve your guilt the Jesus way, you'll have a hard time having confidence. Jeremiah, God was calling him. Sabi niya, bata po po ako. Bata ako. I'm weak. When God called Gideon, Gideon said, mahirap lang kami. We are the smallest family. We are nobody. We don't have influence. We don't have finances. And God said, I see you as a mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you. And so if you can get freed from the guilty conscience, then you can start to have confidence. And let me give you letter A. Write it down there. Let me give you a help. How to get rid of that guilty conscience? Okay? When sins come to mind, do not beg for forgiveness. Remember that your sins were already forgiven. Just imagine if I gave Marvin a car. Okay? This is not really true. But if I gave him a car, and I said, here's the keys, ang ownership na itong car nito is naka, pang, nasa pangalan mo na, I've already paid for the first three years of insurance and uh, license plate, everything. It's your car now. And I put it there in your office. Iyon na yan. Okay? Matutuwa si Marvin doon. But then, what if he will call me every morning and beg me if he can borrow the car? Do you see what I'm saying? Isn't that silly? I gave you a car. Why do you have to beg me and every day and beg me if you can borrow the car? I gave you a gift. Use it. What if he tries to pay me and demands for me to give him an OR? It's a gift. Put the keys in, turn it on, start it, operate it like it should be run, and drive the car. You know, when Jesus died for you, He gave you the gift of the forgiveness of your sins. It's not that complicated. The gift that you were given is that all of your sins 
ay mabubura na. It's, an un- it's grace. The word grace means undeserved favor. You didn't work for it. You don't pay for it. It's a gift. Now, if you then go banging on the throne of heaven every morning, begging God to forgive you of your sins, it's like Marvin begging me to borrow the car. Why do you have to ask me for what I've already given you? Just remember that I've given it to you and your sins are already forgiven. I know it's hard for you to understand, but it's really so simple that the gospel message is your sins have been forgiven. The Lord said, Paulit ulit, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far I would I have removed your sins from you. He says, I will put a new heart inside of you and I will be your God. You'll be my people. We're connected. And I will remember their sins no more. What part of no don't you understand? I will not remember your sins. And so, get that into your spirit. Circle that. Letter A, when, a, when sins come to mind... Do not beg God for forgiveness. Now, but, 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 Tim, Tim, diba, diba, we're supposed to repent. Diba, we, we, we have to, we have to confess our sins. Sabi ng Bible. We have to change. We have to stop doing bad things. And, and if not, God will not forgive us of our sins. Diba, yun ang mentality ng iba. But that's not what the Bible said. You know what the Bible says about forgiveness of sins? 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess, everybody say confess. Okay? If we confess our sins, He will forgive us our sins. Now confess, if you look at the word confess, it's really not, it doesn't really actually mean you admit, admit, inaamin mo ang lahat ng mga dumi na ginagawa mo. The word confess is two words, con and fess. It means to say the same thing as. Okay, so when you confess, you're speaking the same words together with another. Con is together, and fess is the, the verbal part. So when the Bible tells you to confess your sins, listen, here's a good confession. It doesn't mean na isipin mo at isulat mo ang lahat na mga nagawa mo na nakakahiya. It doesn't mean that give a detailed report of all of the bad things you've done. The word confess, it means when you confess your sins, you speak the same thing that God speaks about your sins. What does God say about your sins? Better find out so you can confess your sins. Well, God says, I've been forgiven. Now, a good confession will be that you say the same thing God says. Say it. I'm forgiven. Hey, some of you confessed already. Good confession. A good confession is you say the same thing with. Jesus gave the great confession when He talked to Pilate. Right? 
the Bible talks about a confession that he gave. Pilate said, are you the king? Jesus said, you said it. I am. So he was confessing in alignment. When I confess my sins, I say, yes, they are sins, but they have been paid for. They were nailed to the cross. That's a confession, a good confession. And we need to confess our sins daily so that we flush out the guilty conscience and gain and grow in confidence. Are you still with me? Let me give you some more. This is going to rattle some of you a little bit, but have you ever heard... Well, before we go to that, let's read Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. Read the whole chapter when you're at home. Uh, here's just a few verses. Verse 14 says, With one sacrifice... Sino kaya yun? See Jesus. With one sacrifice then, He has made perfect. Sabihin mo, made perfect. Okay, I was not perfect, but now I was made perfect. Okay? He has made perfect for, for this year only? Forever. Those who are being purified from sin. Verse 19 goes on to say, Because of the blood of Jesus, we can now confidently go into the holy place. Now, the holy place... If you remember, when Adam and Eve sinned, they were kicked out of the holy place of paradise. At merong cherubim, may angel with a flaming sword, saying, keep out. You, you're not welcome here. You can't come here. All throughout the Old Testament, doon sa temple, merong uh, harang, may, may, may cortina, blocking the holy of holy place. And it says, stay away. You can't come here. No namatay si Jesus, napunit yung, yung, yung curtain na lang, na, na yun. And he says, now we can go, keep the scripture here. Now we can go into the holy place with confidence. Okay, look at verse 22. Read this with me. So, let's come near God with pure hearts and a confidence that comes from having faith. Let's keep our hearts pure, our consciences free from evil and our bodies Washed with clean water, verse 35. So don't lose your confidence. It will bring you great reward. And letter B, just write this here, is convert guilt into confidence. Or I'm sorry, into gratitude. Okay, so, imbis na i-embrace mo yung guilt, Oh, I've sinned. Oh, dami kong kasalanan. Imbis na buhat-buhat mo yung kasalanan niyan, yung guilty conscience, Convert that guilty feeling into a feeling of gratitude. Wow, I've sinned a lot. And God has forgiven me. God has forgiven me not this much. Not this much. Not this much. God has forgiven me a lot. And so instead of getting guilty a lot, I've been forgiven a lot. And Jesus said, He who has been forgiven much, loves much. There's a corresponding na pasasalamat, parang measure, commensurate doon sa measure of forgiveness. So instead of you getting more guilty, get more gratitude. Convert the guilt into love and thanksgiving towards God. 
Now, the problem is, we, we, we come to church, and did you know that every Sunday we have the Lord's Supper here? Mama and I will take a piece of bread, take a cup, and Jesus said, as often as you do this, okay? No, that's what Paul said. As often as you do this, you're, you're, you're proclaiming, you're declaring, you're confessing the Lord's death until He comes. Okay, the Lord's death, yung, yung ating pag-asa, how we get our sins forgiven. And Jesus said, do this to remember me. Again, the word remember is not just thinking or recalling in your mind. Ang word re and member, okay, if you have a body and you have arms and legs, these are called the members of your body. To remember something is to reassess. To re, to reconnect, to reenact, and the word "remember" actually means to do again as was originally done. So when Jesus says, "Do this, take this bread and this wine to remember me," he doesn't mean that you <laughs> you go here to the church and then you Lord's Supper time. You become sad and, oh, Lord, I'm so guilty. You know, before I was doing that. But the things at Lord's Supper time, I would do this thing. Uh, I thought it was religious. I thought it would help. Now, isipin ko the past week. Ano mga nagawa ko? And I would try to remember all of my sins so that I could beg forgiveness. That's not what the Lord wants. To remember, he says, do this to remember me. He means for you to do again, to reenact what he did. What did he do? He put all your sins on the cross. Right? That's what Jesus, that was the whole purpose of coming. What did Jesus do? He took your sins, inako niya lahat ng mga kasalanan mo sa sarili niya, and he put it on the cross. So if you remember Him, what do you do? You do the same that He did. You put all your sin on the cross. Does that help anybody? Come on, put your sins on the cross. Every single Sunday, meron tayong pakakataon to grow confidence. When we pass the bread and pass the wine, you take that and remember the Lord's death. Reenact what He did for you. Do it again. That's the word, remember. Put your sins on the cross. Don't hold them and keep a guilty conscience. Put your sins on the cross by faith in what Jesus did. Remember Him. And every single... Please don't miss Sunday. Because you're missing your chance to grow confident. You miss your chance to get... Because in this world, our confidence level is up and down and up and down. If you're in business, if you're struggling with children or financial problems, health problems, your confidence is not steady, right? There's some environments you feel the weakest, poorest, ugliest, 
worm in the whole barangay. And there's some occasions when it's, it's your, this is your time. And you, you're, you're, you're on the top. But it's so fluctuating. Pataas, pababa, Yung confidence level mo is hindi stable. And we need Sunday to grow confident again. And put all of our guilt on the cross like Jesus did. With the Lord's Supper. Mamaya, don't waste the Lord's Supper. That's a confidence builder. Is this helping anybody here? When you take the Lord's Supper, you have a chance to clear your conscience. An opportunity to be a champion in life. Look at this, John chapter John chapter 16, verse 8. 8 and 9. Uh, have you ever heard someone say this kind of word now? Well, the Holy Spirit convicted me and I repented or I, I felt the Lord convicting me of this sin or that sin. Yung something na nagawa mo, inisip mo, sinabi mo, and then you say, oh, the Lord convicted me. God convicted me. The Holy Spirit, listen, the Holy Spirit does convict. God, God through the Holy Spirit does convict people. He does convict of sin. But did you know that Satan also convicts. Okay? Uh, a little grammar lesson or uh, definition of the word conviction. Okay? Actually, it's a dictionary. May dalawa or tatlong uh, definitions of conviction. Yung pinaka top most popular definitions. The first definition of conviction is like a strong belief, a persuasion. You're convinced. Okay, so sasabihin mo, uh, ito ang aking stand, ito ang aking paniniwala, I'm, this is my conviction. Diba? Have, how many of you have some convictions about, uh, about whatever? Ito ang aking conviction. Another definition of conviction is yung sentencing ng, ng judge sa court. Diba? Maybe he was, he was convicted of uh, a crime and so he was uh, Condemned to 10 years maximum security prison. That's his prior conviction. Nakita nyo? Yung isang conviction is yung paniniwala mo, yung, yung, you're convinced. We can use the word convinced. The other one is you're condemned. Okay? Now, here's something, please catch this. Because there is a very big difference between how the Holy Spirit convicts you and how the devil convicts you. Alright? Stay with me. The Bible calls the devil the accuser of the brethren. Okay? Brethren means mga kasama sa household of faith. So here's the difference. Sabihin natin before and after. So, ito na yung after and ito na yung before. Wala kong ibang visual aids, kaya maupuan na lang. This person here, imagine ikaw yun, nakaupo dyan, bago ka naging kristyano. Okay? Saan ka nakaupo bago ka naging kristyano? Dito. And ito ang chair na uupo, mo, uupo ka dito after ka naging kristyano. Okay ba yan? Meron tinatawag na BC, 
before Christ and AD, whatever that means. Okay? So, ito yung buhay mo before Christ. Before a person becomes a Christian, he's born naturally. He's born in sin. You cannot go to heaven without Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Tama po ba? So you need a Savior. Kahit mabait ka, kahit pari ka, kahit pastor ka, kahit sino ka man, everyone has sinned and falls short of the glory of God. So you got to have a Savior or no hope for you. So, before you became a Christian, the Holy Spirit is convicting you of sin. Look at this verse in John chapter 16, verse 8. When He, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, comes, He will convict the world concerning sin. The Holy Spirit is convicting you concerning all of the sins you've done. Hopefully, you'll get the message. Hopefully, you'll listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Realize that you are a big sinner. Realize that even though you think you're a good person, you cannot make it to heaven on your good works. Yan ang ginagawa ng Holy Spirit. Yan ang kanyang trabaho. His role is to convict you of sin and hopefully convince you of your lost condition so that you will move to action and get out of this chair and be in the saved chair. Para maligtas ka. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, His purpose is to bring us to Christ. Ang kanyang role is to introduce us to Christ. So, let's go on. It says here, He convicts the world of concerning sin and righteousness. Please underline righteousness. And judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. If I track ko ng konti. What does the Holy Spirit convict this person of? Come on, three times louder. What does the Holy Spirit convict this person of? While the devil is also convicting him. The devil is trying to convince this person, na hindi pa Christian, that he's righteous. The devil wants to convict you and convince you, you're okay. You're not that bad. Maybe naglalasing ka, pero hindi ka nagaaway. Maybe you cheated on your spouse, but you're only a man. Maybe you have some corruption, but everybody else is doing it. You're not that bad. You're righteous. So, the Holy Spirit is convicting 180 degree opposite from the devil. The Holy Spirit is convicting him of what? Sin. The devil is convicting him of what? Righteousness. Alright? Are you with me so far? And I have so many friends who, until now, kahit matalino... Magaling, ma- mababait, they will not accept Jesus Christ. They will not submit and bow to the name and the Lordship of Jesus. Much less, they would not dare go to be baptized. They would not dare open their heart to say, Jesus, I need you. You know, if you're rich, why would you say, I need something? So the devil is convincing you. You're righteous. You're okay. You're not bad. 
You don't need a savior. You can save yourself. You'll be fine. Take it easy. Don't give any priority to Jesus. It's not a big deal. You're fine. Don't feel bad. Everybody's doing it. You hear what the devil is convincing him? So there's two different kinds of convictions happening. But listen, when you get saved, what happens to your sin? Listen, it's gone. We've already there's so many scriptures to prove this. Your sin is gone. The Bible says you have been made perfect forever. Can you say forever? <laughs> That's good news. It's a simple message, but very real and powerful. And I hope every person in this room makes the journey in this, you know, to, to come here. You can do it today. Just receive Christ. It's forever. He makes you perfect. Not on your works. It's a gift. And when you get here, you don't beg for forgiveness. It's just a gift. Just, just cash in. Enjoy. It's a blank check. If you need forgiveness, that's what it's there for. Okay? But here's what happens. Does the Holy Spirit still convict this person? Yes, but not like what you think. Because I often hear Christians saying this, uh, the Holy Spirit convicted me, and then, and then they will tell kung ano yung mga bad na nagawa. You got the wrong you got the wrong person convicting you. Listen. Here the devil now before the devil's convicting you, you're okay. You're not that bad. But now bilang Cristiano, the devil wants you to lose confidence. So you won't enjoy victory. So now the devil is convicting the saved, clean, made perfect believer it's convicting him, you're a sinner. You're bad. God's angry at you. Kala mo kung sino ka, hindi ka totoong kristyano. See, dito, sinasabi niya, kristyano ka naman, di ba? Naniniwala ka kay Jesus, di ba? Dito, you're not a Christian. Peke ka, hypocrite ka, you're bad. You better do more. You better try to save yourself. You better work hard. You better. So the devil is convicting this person of sin. Every time you sin, he's gonna remind you. Every he's gonna convict you and be the accuser of you and bring to your memory. All the bad things you do, all of your weaknesses, all of your failures, and all of your insecurities, and your confidence will go like this. <sighs> it's too hard to be a Christian. Mas, mas mabuting Christian ako noon. Have you ever felt that way? Bakit? Because the devil was convicting you that you're okay. Now that you're a Christian, natunay, He's convicting you that you're not okay. Why? But listen, here's the good news. You ready? So, Get ready. This is good. The good news is, before the Holy Spirit convicted you that you're a sinner and you need a Savior, you better do something quick. 
now that you're saved, the Holy Spirit is convicting you of righteousness. Come on, you're righteous in Christ. God made Him who had no sin to become sin on your behalf. So that you are now the righteousness of God. The Holy Spirit is trying desperately. Even in this message I'm teaching right now. The Holy Spirit is trying to convict you of righteousness. He's trying to convince you, somehow convince you that you stand katanggap tanggap sa harapan ng Diyos and that all of your sins are gone and you are purified, made perfect forever. The Holy Spirit is convicting you but not of sin. It's convicting you of righteousness. Mm, look at this. 1 John chapter 3, verse 21. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty... We can come to God with bold confidence. <laughs> Wouldn't that be better for your relationship sa Dios? Kaysa tago na tago. Lack ako sa ako ni God sa Sunday. Lagot. Tago na. Upon lang ako sa likod. Joke lang sa mga taga-likod. Peace. Diba? Wouldn't it do a miracle in your relationship with God if you could come to God with bold confidence? There's an advantage. There's a power. There's a victory in being confident. It says, let's go on. Uh, uh, I, I didn't print the whole verse, but it says here, the next uh, part, is that once that's taken care of, and we're no longer accusing or condemning ourselves... We're bold and free before God. We're able to stretch our hand and receive what we ask for. Because we're doing what He said. Again, this is God's command. To believe in His personally named Son, Jesus Christ. I got that from the message translation, the message Bible. Ganda, no? That... What God, the work that He wants you to do, John chapter 6, the work that God wants you to do is to believe in Jesus. There's no more work you can do to, to perfect what Jesus did. He just wants you to believe that God loves you. He wants you to believe that, God, that Jesus has, has given this gift of Himself, bilang packaged grace more. Grace and truth came to your life. It's a gift, receive it. Like I gave the Marvin the gift, just drive it. I mean, if you need to go somewhere, drive it. Don't be ashamed. Oh, but, 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 I'm so sorry, Tim. I need to go somewhere. Can I? That's why I gave you the car. You know? Do you go to God every day and say, Oh God, I'm so sorry again. I, I need to ask your forgiveness one more time. Patawad po, pasensya ka, alam ko na. Hello, that's why I gave you Jesus. That's what the gift is for. You don't have to feel guilty about being forgiven one more time. In fact, here's the thing. God is, God is not honored in our sin. Okay? Don't get me wrong. I only God hates sin. Okay? 
He, you can see how much God hated sin when you watch the Passion of the Christ. All that blood, all of that beating, that's how much God hates sin. But God doesn't hate forgiving you. He loves it. He's honored. The pleasure is all His to forgive you. And if you don't take advantage of the gift, you're falling from grace. And if you beg for forgiveness, you're actually operating in unbelief. Because ang paniniwala mo is, I don't know if God loves me. I don't know if I'll get forgiveness one more time. So, oh God, please, please give me. And the Lord is saying, I gave you already, but you don't believe it. That's why you're begging me again. See? So, letter C, and we'll wrap this up quickly. Letter C is this one. Break out of the yoke of guilt and put on a lifestyle of grace. Now, discuss natin na konti yung yoke. Everybody say yoke. A yoke, nung sinauna, this was a farm equipment for the farmers. Hindi katulad ng mga ibang yoke ngayon is pang one horse lang or pang one cow, kalabaw. No one, sa daming hectares na mga inaayos nila na, na lupa to, to plant for farming, they would always go in teamwork, pairs. The animals would be yoked together. Okay? Magka-partner. And they would send out the new animal, the weak animal, the untrained animal to be partnered or yoked together with the strong animal. Yung animal na marunong, mahusay, alam niya yung route, well-trained. So that together, yung mahusay will somehow carry the weakness and the, uh, the, in, the ins- insecurities and the incapacities of the weaker one. Are you following? Habang tumatagal yung bago, eh, matatrain din. Masasanay din siya. But it would always be the strong one that's actually pulling and, pu- and carrying the load. The weak one is just kind of walking. and Pa-easy-easy lang siya eh. And so Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30 says this. Read this with me. Ready? Go. Come to me, all you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Put on my yoke and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble, and you will find rest for yourselves. My yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. Of course it's easy to bear, because Jesus is pulling all the work. He's, he's pulling all the load. You're just resting Staying close to Him. And that is the victorious Christian life, mga kapatid. You are in a partnership with Jesus. Pag sinabi ng Diyos na, I want you to plow all of this field. I want it perfect. I want it accurate. I do, you do it now. Completely and perfectly. Kung ikaw lang mag you will fail. You'll break the commandments of God. 
your weaknesses. Your, but if you're just partnered with Jesus, He knows how to obey God perfectly. He does the fulfillment of God's demands. And you just ride along. <laughs> I hope somebody believes that. You're partnered with Jesus. Consider it done. Don't do it. Consider it done. And number two, this is just, first of all, we get rid of the guilt. Convert that guilt into gratitude. Just say thank you. And the other thing that destroys confidence is these unrealistic expectations. Now, these kind of expectations that I need to be perfect, I need to be a somebody, I need to look good, have lots, and accomplish much. Diba? Sa, sa buhay natin, yan ang hinahabol ng mga tao eh. They want to look good, have lots of things, and accomplish much. And ang feeling is, if I look better, have more, do more, I'll have more confidence. Pero mga kapatid, those are external. Those are all external. It doesn't provide real confidence. It only gives a false confidence. Paulit-ulit sa Bible, sabi niya, don't let your beauty come from external. Let it come from within. And I praise you, Lord, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So you can get confidence kapag na, na, naging realistic na ang expectations mo. And actually, even... Even your, your performance kay Cristo. Even your, your life, your marriage, you're not a perfect husband, neither am I. You're not a, a perfect uh, employee. God does not put an expectation on you to be flawless. Because you were made perfect by Jesus. God knows our weaknesses. Naranasan ni Jesus ang lahat ng mga weaknesses natin. So, God knows what you're made of. You don't have to hide to Him. Kilala kanya through and through. So, don't put unrealistic expectations on yourself. He knows all about you and still chose you. It's His choosing you that should give you confidence, not your performance. Not your looks, not your kung ano yung inaari mo. There was this uh, story, and I'll share with you briefly. Yung yung story na mga pots, na water pots, just so happens nagsasalita din sila. Alam yung yung mama na nagkikerry ng yung stick na ganon, bamboo or something. And on this side is a water jug, and on this side is also a, a clay water pot. And so he will fetch water and carry carry that back to the house every day fetching the water for the cooking and the bath and cleaning everything now itong isang water jug carried perfectly every day no drop spilled out this one here on the right hand side this water jug was cracked may drip and so even though He's carrying the water back as fast as he can to the house. Tuloy-tuloy yung tagas dyan. Sa daan. And it's leaking water. So itong clay pot na nagsasalita, may feelings. Nasaktan siya. Sabi niya, I'm no use. 
And so he, he lost all of his confidence. Sabi niya, I'm not useful to my master. Pagdating sa bahay, I'm almost 75% empty. While my friend over here, this guy, is perfect, 100%. I just want to die. Have you ever felt like that? Because of your, maybe your marriage was cracked open. Maybe you were a drug addict. Maybe you lost a lot of money gambling. Maybe your life is like that cracked pot that you just can't hold up compared to other people who are doing better than you. They have more than you. They look good. They talk good. They have the confidence and you have shame. Maybe you can relate to that crackpot. Pag the things at church, you feel useless. You feel like you're not really pleasing God. That He's not really happy with you, but He has favorites and you're not one of them. Maybe you feel like that. And so, he was complaining, self-pity, low self-esteem to the Master and saying, I- I'm not good enough for you. Why do you still carry me? What am I? A useless crackpot. And the Master said to him, Tingnan mo yung sadaan. Kita mo lahat ng mga bulaklak dyan. May iba-ibang kulay. May purple, may red, may yellow. Lahat ng mga... Alam mo yung buong linya na yan, it came because you watered it. Every day, hindi mo akalain. Because you're made in that way, you have that, that crack, that flaw, I'm using you pa rin to bring about the beautiful things that I want in my garden. And I don't even have to spend extra time to water them because while, while I'm walking there, it's already happening. Mga kapatid, gets niyo ba yung story? You just don't know how God is using you. All of your failures, all of your pains, your brokens, your, your heart your heart breaks. Everything that you were, you, you were put to shame or you felt shame, every failure, every weakness, every insecurity, it's not a waste. Pagdating kay God, He can use anything and anyone. And that's the trophy of His grace. He will make a way to grace you up. And you will be dripping with awesome sauce. You will be the best thing in the house. Because you're being carried by the Master. Some of beauty contest at sa mga talent. Minsan, ini-interview nila yung mga knockout, parang perfect ten sa beauty. And they would interview these women who are way above average in terms of beauty. You know, it's like they, they, they everything is there. The talent, the looks, the smarts. And oftentimes, these people that are, looks like walang flaw, when they look at themselves in the mirror, they would admit they don't think they're beautiful. <laughs> the world is paying them big money to be a model and to have their pictures taken, but ang kanilang pagtingin sa sarili is, I'm fat, I'm ugly, 
I don't like my nose, I don't like my hair, I wish I was taller, shorter, whiter, blacker. Whatever you are seems always dissatisfied. No? And so these beautiful people, so beautiful, but they don't know it. They don't really believe that they are that good looking. In sabi ko kanina, confidence is like yung parang, you look good and you know it. Well, some of the beautiful and smart people are, are magaling sila, but they just don't believe it. They just don't know it. The truth is, yes, you're good looking. Yes, you're, but you don't know it. So parang yung dating mo is nakakuba. <laughs> yung, yung approach is not really to maximum performance. Yung parang somehow the victory is not fully experienced. Dahil yung would-be, could-be, should-be confidence mo is robbed. And in the spirit, you have a spirit. You're, you are a spirit. In the spirit, dahil sa ginawa ni Jesus to you, you look Good, baby. You look good to God. Listen to me. He's not ashamed of you. You might see yourself as a cracked pot. But God is in love with you. He's not mad at you. He's mad about you. You look good to Him. And if you know it. It will be a tool for your victory. Whether you believe it or not, you look good to Him. He won't bring you to heaven if you don't look good. He won't call you His pure and unblemished bride. He, will, he won't call you a virgin beautiful virgin bride. He won't call you that, but He calls you that. Church, you have been made pure. And God looks at you and He's attracted. He likes you. He doesn't just love you because that's His job and He has to. He wants to. And He wants to bless you with provision and and protection and wisdom and health. He wants to... His intentions towards you are all good. There's no need to fear. He's on your side. You don't have to have a guilty conscience to Him. Just say thanks. Just say thank you. Take on that yoke of grace. Make grace your lifestyle. Even if you fall into sin, if you know that you look good, you won't stay there long. Have you experienced now you're wearing brand new shoes? Anybody have? My shoes are old, so every time I scratch the car or step on rocks or something, parang wala lang. One more scratch, so that's 1,058. So what? So what? Pero pag bago ang sapatos, ano, very shiny. Diba, very, care, very conscious ka sa bawat gas-gas, no? One... And you try to keep it clean. Why? Because you know they look good. And you're conscious to the fact that you look good. When you dress up, 
and you're wearing the, the nice clothes going to a wedding, you, you, the, you're more careful how you carry yourself. You, you're careful about the things you touch. You don't want to touch the wall na may dumi or may, may grease or something. When you know that you are righteous, the knowing will make you more righteous and God-conscious and not sin and self-conscious. Confidence will build. Confidence will grow. And you'll find that the relationship you have with God gives you that identity, gives you that position, na kung saan, very confident ka sa position mo. Alam mo kung sino ka. And you're not ashamed. Uh, maybe some people have more money, they have a better position, but you're not ashamed. I'm a child of God. I'm the king's kid. I know who I am. You just carry yourself with confidence. And Satan will see you coming. <laughs> Satan will see you coming. And he's the one who will be intimidated. Because you're resisting him with your confidence. And the Bible says when you resist the devil, he will flee. He will go away from you. And that means victory after victory after victory. You just increase in it becomes a habit and a lifestyle of victory for you. This is what I mean by an excellent church of influence producing champions in life. You are a champion because of who is inside of you. And if Jesus is not inside of you, nothing you can do will, will make it all right. The devil might be convicting you that you're okay. You know, you're better than some Christians we know. Mas mabait siya kaysa sa mga ibang hindi pa Christian. Maybe the devil is convicting you that you don't need to do anything. Hindi mahalaga, hindi urgent. Just, you're fine. But the Holy Spirit is saying you need to be ready because we all will die. Hindi ba? Lahat ay mamamatay. Only a fool will live life totally unprepared for the inevitable. <laughs> hmm? I haven't said the last one yet. <laughs> okay. Grow confident. Grow confidence in Christ instead of self-confidence. Okay? Grow confidence in Christ instead of your self-confidence. Confidence doesn't come from you and and, and, and being aware of, you know, okay, do I look good externally? Confidence comes because Christ is in you. And you carry that assurance. Okay, if you need to receive Jesus today, for heaven's sake, do it. Do it. Just open your heart. Let's just bow our heads right now. Have a moment of prayer. You've heard the Word of God today, the message of true confidence. Not pride. Hindi ito yung, yung basi sa external things. I'm not giving you a psychology lesson today. How to, how to you know, posture and walk. and All of those are external things. Those will just flow when you get confident on the inside. Saloob muna. Get your confidence from Christ. 
not from yourself. Confidence will be lost through guilty conscience and unrealistic expectations. But you can grow confidence when Jesus is alive in you. If you need to receive Him today, just open your heart and say this prayer. Jesus, I need you. I have sin. There's no way na maliligtas ako maliban sa aking pagtanggap sa iyo. Sa ngayon, Panginoon Jesus, tinatanggap kita. Pumasok na po kayo sa buhay ko at patawaran mo ako sa lahat ng past, present, future. Burain mo lahat ng aking record ng self. Ipakakaloob na sa akin yung record mo. Your perfection. Your purity. Your holiness. Bilang gift of your grace. I receive it by faith. It is by faith. You just say, I want it, I receive it. Tanggapin mo. And kapag uh, ikaw ay kristyano na and you're here and if, if Satan is reminding you of your sins, tuwing pag pumasok sa isip mo na mga weaknesses mo, mga failures, mga kasalanan mo, just remember more how much God has forgiven you. Don't focus on your sin, focus on His righteousness. Turn the guilt into gratitude and just say, thank you, you've forgiven me a lot. I was blind, but now I see. I was dead, but now I'm alive. I was lost, but thank you for your great salvation. Bubunga ang pagmamahal sa Diyos, ang iyong pagtanggap ng Kanyang pagpatawad sa iyo. Father, we thank You for the message. We thank You for Your Spirit here in this place. Your grace is abundant. If there's anyone here that has a need, Lord, You see that need. Kilala mo ang bawat tao nandito ngayon. And I pray that Your hand just Come and touch anyone here who needs to be reminded of your love. And so let that love flow in this place today. Just meditate on the Lord's goodness. He loves you. He's for you. He has good intentions for you. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa sweetness mo. We receive your confidence to give us victory in our daily life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Palagpakan natin ang Panginoon sa victory. Tagumpay! Morning. Morning. I'm look good. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, ako nga pala si LJ sa mga hindi pa nakakakilala. Yan. Andito ako para mag-testimony about Lord's Supper. Um uh, Meron po akong dito na pala no may may parang 
na-addict siya sa alak at saka sigaret. Then, um, ang kanoan nun, kasakit siya. Ang kanyang liver ang naapektuhan. Na unti-unting naano yung liver niya hanggang sa humina siya ng humina. Then, nakikita ko siya na nahihirapan. Then, sinabi ni God sa akin na ayan mo ba ang tito mo na mamatay na hindi pa na di pa naliligtas ayan mo ba ang tito mo na magiging panggatong sinabi ni God sa akin pero hindi hindi God okay um, share the good news ayan then share ko sa kanya yung good news kahit um alam kong kahit hindi siya masyadong nag-agree sa mga sinasabi ko, minsan tinatalikuran ako pag nakaiga siya, kumaganon siya. Andun lang ang sasalita. Pero, mabait um, pa rin ni God dahil pumunta ako sa bahay nila kasi hindi, naka, hindi na nakakapaglakad, hindi na nakakatayo. Um, talagang wala na siyang pag-asa ngayon sa buhay niya. Uh, depressed na depressed na siya. Ayun. Then, sinare ko na naman. Pumunta ako, share ko na naman yung good news. Then, alam mo ba, Tito, um, sa yung mga kasalanan na ginagawa dati nung malakas ka pa, is napatawad na sa cross, sabi kong ganun. About salvation, sinare ko sa kanya. Then, um, nagpray kami. Nagpray kami. Tinanggap niya si God sa puso niya, si Jesus. Then, kinaumagaan mga may ano pa siya tapos mga tanghali na siguro yun agbugbugsutan kasi ilo ano tapos parang namatay na ngayon siya ng, ng ganun sakit then um, sinara ko sa kanya yung, yung good news then nasave siya tinanggap niya si Jesus sa puso niya Okay. Let's pray. Yes, Jesus, thank you po sa mabuting ginawa mo sa amin, Lord. Sa krus, binayaran mo ang aming kasalanan. Jesus, sa aming kakainin na bread and inumin na wine, Lord, hindi po ito ito po ay symbolize na yung body at yung dugo. Kayo po ang nagbayad sa aming mga kasalanan. Salamat po, Jesus. Jesus' name, Amen.
morning, Church! Ayan, so ready na ba tayo para sa ating tithe and offering? Okay, yung tithe natin is yung 10% of our um, lahat-lahat ng meron sa atin. So hindi lang siya sa money, pati dun sa talent na binigay sa atin ng Lord. Um, we are supposed to give the first and the best for the Lord because He deserve it and He's a King. Diba? Kung magbibigay tayo sa King, alangan naman yung bibigay natin, tira-tira. So, ibigay natin yung best. Diba? Kung may bisita tayo, nag, ang, ang nilalabas, nilalabas nating mga kubiertos ay yung talagang the best, ba? Diba? So, si God, siya yung king. So, ibigay natin yung best. Yung first and the best. And sabi niya dito, um, Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. Um, kapag sinik natin si, fir- si God first and binigay natin yung first and ten percent, hindi siya nagsisinungaling nung sinabi niyang, All these things shall be added unto you. Actually, lahat ng blessings na um, pre-namis ni God sa atin, meron na. We just have to claim it. Diba? Just receive it. And by faith, nasa atin ayon. And, ayun, and just prepare your tithes. Okay, I'll give you time <laughs> para mag-prepare. <laughs> Okay, ready na po tayo? 
So, let's pray. Yes, God, thank you, God, sa blessings na ibinibigay mo sa amin. And God, we are giving you this our tithes and offerings, God, because you deserve it. Because um, ikaw yung God of gods, and ikaw yung nagpo-provide ng lahat-lahat sa amin. You know our needs. We don't have to worry anything about our tomorrows. And God, lahat ng worries namin, ng cares namin, we leave it up to you. And God, thank you dahil ikaw ang aming Jehovah Jireh. Ikaw ang aming um, God na may control ng everything. And God, thank you dahil yung mga blessings ibinigay mo na sa amin, we just have to claim it. And God, um, bigay mo ko ng confidence, God, na ibigay yung, yung first and the best para sa'yo. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. I heard an old, old story How a Savior came from glory How he gave his life on Calvary To save a wretch like me I heard about his groaning Of his precious blood atoning Then I repented of my sins And won the victory Oh, victory in Jesus My Savior forever He sought me and bought me With his redeeming blood Um, if you are new here, we would like to encourage you to join us at Guest Lounge, Mamaya, Sina Sir and Mom, and also si Stephen. Welcome, Stephen. No, first time niya dito, uh, brother-in-law ng kapatid ko. And then, uh, uh, we just want to know you better, so we invite you sa Guest Lounge. Sama lang kayo kay Miss Kay, yung kanina na nagsalita kanina. And uh, we would like to just uh, be with you and connect with you a little bit more and then on Saturday every Saturday meron tayong uh, meat processing and food preservation uh, seminar with Ate Grace pero this Saturday uh, no classes po <laughs> pero sa susunod na Saturday meron na and then wag nating kalimutang makipag-connect sa cell group and uh, napaka-importante kasi uh, dito mas nakapag-aaralan natin at mas napag-share natin yung life experiences natin. Okay, so next week, don't forget to bring uh, a friend and uh, sa September 25, meron tayong ticket for the Himig ng Awit concert. Okay, so magandang umaga sa ating lahat and let's enjoy fellowship sa baba. Go out with confidence!
भी 